Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash POS for a $1 per month trial. Hello from CNN. I'm Anna Sterla with the five things you need to know for Monday, September 18th. Any involvement of a foreign government in the killing of a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil is an unacceptable violation of our sovereignty. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau stood before the Canadian Parliament today and alleged there is credible intelligence linking the Indian government to the assassination of a prominent Canadian Sikh leader in June. Hardeep Singh Najjar was a prominent Sikh leader in British Columbia before he was gunned down by two masked gunmen outside of a temple. That's according to local police. India designated Najjar a terrorist threat several years ago, labeling him as part of a Sikh separatist movement. Following Trudeau's comments today, his government expelled the head of the Indian intelligence agency in Canada. Trudeau said he confronted Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi directly about the matter at the G20 summit last week. Canadian police have not arrested anyone in connection with Najjar's murder, but said in August they were now investigating three possible suspects and issued a description of a possible getaway vehicle. CNN has reached out to the High Commission of India and Ottawa for comment, but hasn't heard back. Former Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark is one of the defendants in the Georgia election subversion case asking to move their case to federal court, but it's not looking good for him. The presiding U.S. District Judge, Steve Jones, rejected a similar request earlier this month from former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And today, Jones seemed visibly frustrated and even annoyed at times during a three-hour-long hearing on the matter, prompting an attorney for Trump to whisper audibly, this is not good. The hearing ended without a ruling. For Trump's part, a watchdog group is trying to kick him off the 2024 ballot in Colorado under the 14th Amendment's ban on insurrectionists holding office. The presiding judge there expedited the case during a hearing today, saying she hopes to make a decision by Thanksgiving. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is in California today, ahead of his trip to New York for the UN General Assembly. He spoke with tech entrepreneur Elon Musk during an X event and urged him to fight back against hate speech on the platform. And all I can say is I hope you find within the, the confines of the First Amendment the ability to uh, stop not only anti-Semitism or roll it back as best you can, but any collective uh, hatred of a people. Here's what Musk had to say in return. Yeah, I mean, I think generally... Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of against uh, attacking any group, you know, um, doesn't matter who it is. I'm, you know, this is, I, I'm in favor of that which furthers civilization and which ultimately leads us to become a space-bearing civilization. Musk has often clashed with civil society groups and has threatened to sue the Anti-Defamation League, which fights against anti-Semitism and other forms of extremism, over its critiques about X. London's Metropolitan Police say they're investigating an allegation of sexual assault after a media expose on comedian Russell Brand aired over the weekend. A spokesperson said that, following the revelations, the Met was investigating an assault that allegedly took place in 2003, but didn't explicitly name the comedian. It follows a joint investigation by British news outlets The Times, The Sunday Times, and Channel 4 Dispatches, in which four women alleged Brand sexually assaulted them. Brand vehemently denies the criminal allegations. Coming up, it's going to get a lot more casual on the Senate floor. That's next. Cue the rom-com music. The U.S. Senate is getting a makeover. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has told the Senate's sergeant-at-arms he'll no longer enforce the informal dress code for senators on the chamber floor. For example, male senators will no longer be forced to wear suits. 
The move was seen at least partially in response to Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman, who has a well-known penchant for wearing shorts and hoodies. It's also part of a nosedive in the number of people wearing formal business attire to the workplace. A Gallup survey this year found only 3% of men said they wear a formal business outfit to work on most days, and women largely follow the same trend. But don't expect the entire Senate to start treating every day like it's casual Friday. For his part, Schumer told Axios, quote, Senators are able to choose what they wear on the Senate floor. I will continue to wear a suit. That's all for now. I'm Anna Sterla. Our next episode drops at 6 a.m. Eastern. 